from different places We all have different names No matter what life brings us Jesus is the same We're just your Methodist To the madness Methodist To the madness Hi, I'm Beth I'm Tim I'm Jessica And we're just your everyday Methodist, Methodist To the madness How's uh how's everything going guys? Beth, how are you doing? Oh, I'm first today. That's good. Um are you I'm, the president? I'm also a client. Wait, yes. then of what? She's the president. For president, for president, isn't it President's Day or something? Oh yeah, it is. Happy <laughs> President's Day everybody. Um happy me day because I am the president of this yeah. podcast. Yes, our very own president of Methodist to the Madness <laughs> with us Beth. <laughs> very exciting uh, uh, it's like you did not get the day off as president well i try to come in on mondays because yeah i'm in my office right now for the listener um i try to come in on mondays because that's the one day of the week that jonah doesn't have any classes and i find that if i try to come on uh days where he does have class, I'll drop him off, and then I get here, and then either his teacher texts me and it's like, hey, Jonah's out early today, and then I have to go the 15 minutes from here to go get him when his school is five minutes away from where I live, and and then mm. that knocks me out of my zone, like I have to stop everything, and I'm in my work room, and I'm like, no, kids, and so... Anyway, I try to get it done on, get most of my stuff done on Mondays because I don't have that interruption. And I'm not usually here this late, but uh, Jonah and his friend Keith went to winter camp over the weekend and I had to go pick them up at 1130. So, nice. Yeah. How did he like winter camp? How was uh, it? He's, this is probably, I think, his his fourth time going and um he's not a kid who likes to do stuff if i asked him hey joan you want to go to winter camp like he'd usually be like no but he's been going with keith for the past four years and so it's like you know when you're an introvert and it's hard to make friends with other introvert introverts you have to find an extrovert to adopt you (laughs) Um, well Keith and his extrovert friend Keith is an extrovert and Owen's Jonah's friend I don't know why I'm naming names it doesn't matter we can keep the names in but Keith and Gage are Jonah's friends he's been friends with since kindergarten and they basically adopted him as their introvert and so if Keith is willing to do something usually Jonah's on board too so that is so cool yeah. Adopting an introvert. Yeah, <laughs> you can tell if someone's an introvert because they're kind of comfortable, but also uncomfortable standing alone against a wall when there's a, yeah. a meeting of some sort. Exactly. You know? Um. Yeah, that's the only reason why I married Amber was because she was my extrovert to my introvertness. <laughs> <laughs> that's the only reason. Yeah. Wait, Wait, yeah. Oh, go ahead. <laughs> Jessica, you're you're the introvert or the extrovert? I am naturally an introvert. It doesn't, on doesn't the seem like it. <laughs> no, I totally am. If I were in a group of people that I've never met before, I will be awkwardly in the back just kind of analyzing everybody and trying to yeah. figure out where my uh, own self fits in. And yes. like, it's basically like, what can I say and what should I right. not say? Right. So, right. so the thing about introversion is because I would say that I'm probably more extroverted than Craig is. Even though I, I actually call myself an introverted extrovert. Oh, wow. And, and the thing about being an introvert, it's not just like sometimes it can be about feeling shy or uncomfortable in social settings. But for me, like I can be shy and uncomfortable in social settings, but even if I'm hanging out with people that I love, I still need time to recover from that by myself. 
you know, like it's, it's, I have a lot of fun, but it drains my social battery. And then I need to just be by myself for a little bit. For sure. And that's how Jonah is. Yeah. Yes, Beth, uh, the reason why I suddenly said, oh, wow, is because I classify myself exactly the same way as an yeah. introverted extrovert. And um, and I didn't know you could be both. I just was <laughs> like, I don't really fit in this box, but I don't fit in this box either. Right, right. And I exactly. was like, oh, oh, you can just be both. Yeah, they think that's what I am. <laughs> I think so, that's uh, what they call a non-binary vert. Yes. Non-binary. Yes. Binary socially, yeah. I un- I socially I identify as a non-binary bird. Yes, yes, that is yes. correct. <laughs> um, well, the new things we're learning about each other tonight. Yeah, yeah that is Isn't really that interesting. Yeah. yeah. So, and it. Owen went to his friend's house a couple weeks ago, and. I told Jonah that Owen would probably be fine with us watching Impractical Jokers without him. And so we did. And boy, was I wrong. Like a couple hours later, I get a message from Owen that just says, no. Because I was like, we're going to watch it without you. And um, so I knew that Jonah would be very upset if we watched it without him. So, of course, we just finished all the episodes while he was at camp. Mm-hmm. Um, no, I'm just kidding. We oh. didn't. But I found that because Jonah was gone, I missed I missed those guys. I was like I, oh. I didn't get my my impractical joker fix. Yeah. So, oh yeah. So when Jonah came home today, I, we just watched like three or four episodes and it was nice. And that's all I have to report. Well, that Excellent. sounds exciting though. All good things. Yeah. 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 Tim, what about you? Um, let's see. So, uh, I'm just going to sidestep my, uh, check-in for a, a temporary period of time here and mention <laughs> <laughs> two things. The first that comes to mind is, yeah, I wanted to explain what I mean by an introverted extrovert for myself. So, uh, for me, uh, I think I'm extroverted in the right settings. Um, so if I feel comfortable, um, and like, like, especially at church, like, I feel like I could be like a full, my full extroverted self. Oh, yeah. Uh, I've seen and- you talking to many a people, Tim, at church. <laughs> Thanks. You're welcome. But, um, <laughs> <laughs> but at work, I'm kind of like, you know, I, I'm introverted sometimes and I'm extroverted other times. Like there's sometimes where I'm like, oh, social gatherings. Wait, what? I don't want to do that. <laughs> and then there's uh, other times where I'm like, oh, you know what? I want to I want to meet everyone and I want to like cultivate better work relationships in a very significant manner. Uh, but then I also have the thing that Beth was alluding to, which was the. um needing to recharge and so i kind of like have that but also notice that i flex my extroverted energy that way too where i like to like text people and call people um mm. like maybe maybe more often than other people will be uh willing to do that so so yeah i uh i don't know when i figured this out i think it's when uh i took the what is it the myers briggs personality test on mm. 16personalities.com um, and it's very interesting. I got the ENFP personality type mm. and I took the test like four, four different times over like two years and I keep ending up with the same personality type. So I guess wow. it's a pretty accurate test uh, in that sense. Either that or I'm just doing it wrong four times in a row. Uh, probably know, that but, one, Tim. Yeah, that's probably what it is. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so um, jumping into like, uh, oh, wait, no, there's the second thing. Um, So the uh, President's Day, the the formal term for President's Day that I guess the government actually uses is Washington's birthday. And I didn't find that out until until this year. Um, So anyway, for anybody who didn't know that they want to like do a search on it, they're uh, they're welcome to do so. Um, Isn't it weird that his birthday always falls on a Monday? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Wait. So, like, maybe he's like uh, going from like different universes or something like that from the yeah. past, having different like uh, date, which he's like having his birthday or something. <laughs> Never yeah. mind. Last week was Lincoln's <laughs> birthday, quote unquote. Oh, it's on a Monday. Yeah, it's interesting because you know 
And I just know this information. I didn't Google it and look at IndieStar.com. President's uh, <laughs> Day was established in 1879 to celebrate the birthday of nation's first president, George Washington, just like Tim oh. said. He was born on February 22nd, 1732, just a couple of years ago. And then later, yeah. the holiday grew to honor the 16th president, Abe Lincoln, who was born on February 12th, 1809. And then it became a federal holiday and uh, was signed into law by Lyndon B. Johnson in 1968. Wow. Oh, good. That, that's really interesting. Thanks, Jessica. Yeah, yeah. thank you. <laughs> honor our U.S. presidents, but more so Lincoln and Washington. Wow. It's it's very fascinating. Yeah, I'm glad. Yeah, now now uh, I'm even more curious. I want to like look it up again and uh, read about it. And stuff. Yeah. <laughs> but okay, so my check in now. Now that I cut into uh, uh, part of my <laughs> actually, I don't have a lot to uh, share, but ultimately do have an epiphany that I ran into, and I, into I realized an epiphany. Huh? You ran into an epiphany. Yeah, I ran into an epiphany. Like I was okay, driving, and okay? uh, the epiphany happened to. Be... <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding. Please continue. Sorry. Uh, oh yeah, no problem. Um, so, um, what we have here for my new insight that I say is an epiphany is suddenly a couple days ago I realized that um, I'm not going to procrastinate anymore. Like legitimately, I realized that the core of pretty much all of uh, difficulties that I have, uh, or challenges that I have in life in general is because I put things off. And so, uh, right before we're recording this episode here, I'm like, that is going to be the thing that I give up for Lent. I'm not going to procrastinate anymore. <laughs> so, uh, that allowed me to come to the, um, realization that there's like three different ways in which I can operate in life if I don't procrastinate. And I need to make decisions regarding these every day. The first is I'm going to get something done, like chores or tasks or, or work or, or you name it, when it comes to like actually being productive. So that's, that's like maybe one of the first things that I can do in, in a given day. I'm not putting anything off. Uh, then the second is maybe spending time with others, like spending time with my mom or spending time with like my brother or, or like friends or just like any anyone that I, I feel like I want to spend time with, um, then I make a decision regarding that and not putting anything off. And then third, uh, spending time by myself, like really cherishing that time that I have by myself, like whether it's maybe taking care of something for myself or having fun, playing a game, reading a book um, or something like that. So so yeah, that is really important. So yeah, I'm giving up procrastination for Lent. Um, and uh, yeah, I'm going to see how this week goes um, with that in mind, see if I have a be better days in general. I think I've been more productive this weekend because of um, trying this practice, like um, like taking care of chores faster, going on errands faster. It's kind of making my day, day more, or the two days that I practiced it more fulfilling. Um, and then finally, I realized at work last week that um, it's a good idea for me to um, understand it, the best way to prioritize um, like things that I'm trying to do. And that, that I guess is a challenge with ADHD. It's like you uh, you want to attend to everything and you might go from one task to another. Um, so I looked up prioritization. There's like 10 different ways that you could prioritize your stuff. I'm like, oh, my gosh. Wait, well, there's too many choices here. I'm going to put so, this off until I really need to do it. Yeah, exactly. Nope, I'm going to procrastinate on you, looking at the priority. If you figure out the secret, let me know, because procrastination is also a really big symptom of ADHD. Right, right, exactly. Let me know. Yeah, um, I'll, I'll have the uh, follow-up insight, what actually allows me to follow through with not okay. procrastination, but not procrastinating on on the next episode. But uh, I guess yeah. last point on the prioritization, though, after looking through all of those and basically being more or less confused, uh, I, I realized that maybe taking a little bit of both, uh, like, or a little bit of two of them. So the first one that I saw was, um, actually, the second one wasn't listed. So one of them was um, uh, do the most important tasks 
So like you have like a list of things that you need to do, or maybe you didn't even write down the list. Think of what is the most important tasks for you to take care of. And then just go with like one or two things, or maybe three, if you're being courageous. Um, and then, I do uh, the easiest one first for that quick dopamine hit. That's <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's a good idea. Yeah, I think that can kind of like get you encouraged and, and more energetic to get more things done. But uh, I'm going like to try the most timers, important. Huh? I like to set timers. Do you, Jessica? Oh, <laughs> nice, nice. <laughs> I'll tell myself, like, I'll tell like either Alexa or like Google or like whoever. Mm-hmm. I say it quietly in case anyone. Oh, so they knows. don't hear you. Yeah, I know. Right? <laughs> don't let AI hear me. Um, but I'll tell them to like set a specific timer for whatever length of time. And then I try to beat that. That's awesome. It, it gives you that like adrenaline rush and oh. that excitement of like trying to get that done. Right, right. You're setting like a deadline for yourself. So then you actually work more efficiently. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah, I'm going to try to incorporate that, actually. Um, yeah, so between the most important things that I need to do and still dealing with other things that come up or whatever, but just sit, recentering myself to the most important things and then setting deadlines. That That's awesome. Very yeah. nice. What about you, Jessica, for your, your update? I, I don't want to take up all the time here. <laughs> oh, no worries. Uh, thanks for asking, Tim. I appreciate it. Uh, you know, uh, in honor of President's Day, I worked, uh, didn't, you know, this past week, I feel like I've been in this fog spiritually where I've been trying to like get back in the rhythm of reading my Bible every day. Um, I'm now on First Timothy, so that's kind of where I'm at with with like scripture reading. Um, and so I'm I'm doing this thing where I'm basically kind of like forcing myself to to do things and really making time because those are the most important things in life or, you know, being able to spend time with God and um, really making the time to do that. Like there's other things that aren't priority, even though we may tell ourselves that, you know, X, Y, and Z is like more important, whatever. Um, So I've been really trying to focus on that. Um, what else? We had dinner at our neighbor's house last Friday, which Ooh. was so much fun. I made cornbread and she made chili. So Amber and I walked over and we brought our, uh, there was a bottle of wine that we got from, I don't know if you guys remember the story of me meeting Bob up the street because my package was delivered to the wrong address. And so <laughs> yeah. I ended up getting two bottles of wine in addition to my items well, we brought one of those over. I did not drink because uh, we all know that I'm trying to like, you know, get pregnant here. So, right. Um, but they tried it and they said it was so good. It was like a Merlot, but it was like smooth. Anyways, so we brought all that over. We walked across the little pathway and had an awesome dinner with her. We didn't leave till like nine something. Um and Everyone then, knows that's past your bedtime. I <laughs> past all of our bedtimes, but um, I know. Uh, anyway, so that was a lot of fun, and that kind of it was funny listening to the um, the sermon on Sunday because I was like, "Wait, I just had dinner with my neighbor." Uh, <laughs> so anyway, um, but then it, on Saturday it was like five something and we had a couple reach out to us and they were like hey do you guys want to come bowling with us and we were like in our pajamas half asleep and I was like we're getting old let's do this (laughs) 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 so we went bowling on Saturday night wow Um, we went to the is it the LCB underground the one in Lancaster do you guys know what that is I do. I don't know what it's called, but it is letters. It's probably that. Yeah. It's like a bowling alley. I think they only have like 10 lanes and it's also yeah. a brewery. They have craft um, beers. Yeah. Exciting. And what I did not realize is there is such thing as non-alcoholic stout. And I, if anybody knows me, I love a nice thick stout. How was it? It tasted just like 
a normal stout. And so I was so excited. I had a non-alcoholic stout. I felt like I was with the party and bowled the last frame that we bowled. We all did something weird. Like every time we'd go up there, we would like do like behind the back or between the legs or like with your left hand. And so we didn't really care, but, um, so there was a lot of community that we, that, you know, was experienced this past week. So it was a lot of fun and, um, so all together was pretty good. So. That was for it. That's really interesting. You diversified <laughs> the way that you were bowling at the end. It's like, Sorry. Oh, last chance to get your best, uh, bowling streak uh for this game uh well you you might actually do really well with this this special shot here (laughs) oh my god exactly (laughs) um anyway but uh other than that though uh i do want to update us on some things that are happening with the church now that we've updated ourselves so remember food for thought Wednesdays. We also have, uh, I'm excited to hear an update about the youth group and all of the Ignite kids and their enjoyment of the retreat or the, the camp, the winter camp. I keep saying retreat because that's winter, what I winter know. camp. The more you think about it, it's like, why is it called retreat? Like, what, what are we running from? So, um, <laughs> ourselves, it's always ourselves. Right. Retreat. Well, we're we're retreating to to Jesus after retreating after to being... right wood. Yes, yes. <laughs> yes. Uh, and I'm not looking at the bulletin because I can't seem to pull it up on here with the new the new amazing app that we've got. But other than that, um, remember in April we've got the we have messy church on February 25th, which is this Sunday. Yes. yes. So next Yay. Sunday. Yeah. Oh, Message wow. church, get excited about it. And Beth, you're going to be going somewhere with Pastor Jim in, is it like a messy church conference? Yeah. In April, we're going to a messy church conference in Chicago. That's so exciting. You're, yeah. I just want you to know that I'm super jealous because I love the Chicago Cubs. And I'm going to go see where the bears filmed and meet all the actors and <laughs> great. Wow. You're going to be in the next episode. This is going to be great. Yeah. I'm have. Jeremy Allen White is our next podcast guest. Nice. <laughs> going to tell us how he came to the Methodist Church. Yep. He's a Methodist for sure. I'm pretty sure, yeah, the totally. sure they're all Methodists. They are. All wow. of them. Every last yeah. one of them. Yeah. Just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> but anyways, uh, if there's anything else that you're curious about that's happening with the church, feel free to uh, check out the church website um, or you can call the church office. That number is... Six six one nine four seven three one zero three. Nice. Got it right. Oh. And we're gonna head on into Beth's ministry moment. Beth, I'm super right. excited about this one tonight. Ooh, yes. Well, before I introduce you to our guest, I'll give you a hint. He's a repeat guest. <gasps> what? Yeah, I'm gonna give you. Um, I'm gonna read an email that Pastor Jim sent to the podcast just real quick. Okay. All right. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So the subject is checking in. And then Pastor Jim says, Dear Beth, Tim, and Jessica, in no way, shape, or form am I attempting to compete with the oh-so-eloquent long-distance podcast fan extraordinaire, Kathy Ankeny. (laughs) 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 She reigns supreme. However, since you sort of kind of asked for my feedback in this past podcast, I thought I would shoot you a quick note re-lent. All right. You were debating the difference between penance and penitence. You were very close in your eventual description. <laughs> <laughs> I thought that was really funny. <laughs> <laughs> penitence is when you feel remorseful, remorseful for some thought, slash word, slash deed, and it leads to repentance. Penance is when you make good or make up for the aforementioned thought slash word slash deed that you are sorry about. Wow. And then he he goes on to talk about an interesting side note, which is in the early church, Lent was a season when those who had committed sins against the church community were separated from the group for the period of 40 days. They were tasked with 
doing penance to show that they were truly remorseful for their thought slash word slash deed. Then at Easter, they were welcomed back wholeheartedly into the faith. Lent was also a time when people new to the faith would take the time to grow in their understanding of what it meant to be a follower of Jesus. Then on Easter, they'd be baptized and welcomed into the community. Keep up the good work. I love listening to your weekly insights, banner, banter, reflections, and tangents. Peace, Pastor Jim. P.S. Blueberry pie is always a good choice. Yeah. <laughs> thanks, oh my God. God, Jim. Hey, thank you very much, Pastor Jim. Yeah, thanks, Pastor Jim. <laughs> I really hope we don't take an action, uh, the historical option of selecting members of the church and Putting them, maybe they would be sent to Wrightwood for forty days. I don't. <laughs> I would love that. Can I do that? I'll. I'll Can you imagine? I'll tribute. Yeah, <laughs> Can I you can. imagine though? It's like you walk in and like as you're leaving, Pastor Jim gives you like a card. <laughs> you get, like, the, back for forty days. Right. Yeah. Yeah. You can get Lent. I, re- I I decided what I'm giving up. I've given up frivolous spending for the next. Oh, that's really nice. Or so it's harder than I thought it would be because apparently I do a lot of frivolous spending. But gotcha, that's it's great. Yeah, know. that's inspirational to me. I'm I'm going to think about my spending um, yep. a lot more carefully based on that. Awesome. Yep. So anyone can give up sugar or alcohol, <laughs> but you know. Anyway, yeah. Yeah. Um, unless you guys have other things to say, I, I will introduce our. Um, today's guest let's do it let's do it okay today we have don morris and he was going to talk a little bit about um the bells i forgot what it's really called the bell choir the bells (laughs) the the Uh, joyful praise ringers they're not like phone ringers they're uh, <laughs> wonderful chime ringers <laughs> just just a minute i'm almost done filling out my non-binary bird application here <laughs> <laughs> is that what you also identify as Don? oh yeah well mainly introvert but but yeah i do have a, a position that requires some type of an extrovert activity oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. and you do it well Don. you do it yeah well. <laughs> that that is my one of my my biggest fears was uh, speaking in public, and uh, and lo and behold, God gives me a position where that is uh, part of my oh, uh, do? job duties. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, what do we have in store in the near future from the jo- joyful bell? Praise? Joyful praise ringers, yes. Praise. <laughs> they are they are back to record rehearsing um we're going to be getting ready for the uh for the easter season and uh you you don't have to uh to read music but it definitely helps it helps to be able to follow along what's going on you don't have to be a great music reader but uh, you're only required to follow two notes and uh no prior bell experience is necessary it's just a lot of fun it's a great group i really feel like you guys should get shirts that say dub bells Dub bears. <laughs> Instead of dub bears from that. Dub bears. Yeah. <laughs> that would be pretty awesome. So what are, so for Easter, what are like I guess I'm trying to think of what some Easter songs would be in a traditional Methodist church. Mary had a little lamb. Yes. Wait, really? No. Well, that fits with the eating with Jesus part, but uh no, the uh <laughs> Uh, Christ the Lord is risen today. A great uh, Charles Wesley uh, uh, oh. Easter hymn. Mm. Oh, that's wonderful. He related to John Wesley. Is that his brother? That's his brother. Yes. Okay. Yeah. That's what I thought. <laughs> and now I got to make sure that it was Charles that wrote it and not John. Oh, <laughs> it could have been John. Why? <laughs> it, it was one of the Wesley brothers. Yeah. That would be an awesome well, album, the Wesley brothers. Yeah. <laughs> I guess if you get the uh, the book of hymns and um, you you played a few of the songs and you called it the Wesley Brothers, I I don't know if you would be wrong in doing that. <laughs> no, yeah. <laughs> they nope. do it. Yeah. All right. But yeah, I wanted to mention that uh, 
Yeah, I, I like how you said no prior bell experience required. Like you just you got the bell and uh, you either have experience with it or you don't. Yeah. And uh, it, without yeah. people knowing what that what like that we're talking about a bell choir, they would be wondering, like, wait, what, what would you be using the bell for? Um, yeah. So that's yeah, just neat that we can. <laughs> I, I guess you know I was I was born and raised Catholic, so I didn't have a whole lot of experience with Methodism. But I guess uh, handbells are a pretty big tradition for Methodist churches. Oh, that's, that's awesome! Really cool. I've always yeah. wanted to try it out, but I also feel way too intimidated to try out because I've heard you rehearse with your your group and you guys are all very good yeah, <laughs> so good. yeah. yeah. it's a great group of people yeah yes. it's and, beautiful and they have so much fun doing it too it's it's just uh they usually rehearse on wednesdays after food for thought yep. and, and i was doing kids club every week it's now down to once a month every fourth wednesday of the month but when i would be cleaning up my kids club station i would you know still be there when they were they when they were rehearsing and just the energy is so much fun and all of them just really love the bells and what they're doing and and i've always enjoyed kind of getting those sneak peeks of the bells the it's a lot of fun because it's not something that you normally would would do you know the bells yeah. is not I ever aspired to be able to play, but yeah. it's a lot of fun to do it. Yeah. And, and Lori Shaw gets so into it. <laughs> she has a very determined face on when she plays. She yes. does. <laughs> I feel like she and, I feel like her and Jody both oh my goodness. into it. Yeah. But the thing is, is like you guys did for, for the holiday season, you guys did um, the bells and you guys were like switching, like yes. around. I mean, it was like choreographed, basically. At yeah. The same time. I got to be in on that. Jody was like, "Hey, Beth, Beth, you need to watch this for a second. Tell me if this looks cool." And they're <laughs> just like switching all around, and I'm like, "Yeah, that's amazing. You guys are so cool." <laughs> yeah, that was the trio that Jody and and Lori and I did uh, one Sunday, and man, that was crazy. Yeah, that was pretty awesome, though. Yeah, yeah, seriously. Like, it, basically, every time um, any of the participants uh, ring the bells, it's like epic. Like, they're waiting for the next moment in which they're going to yeah. ring the bell. And then it just results in this, like, overall just magnificent ex um, performance. It's so cool. Yeah, it it's is. a lot of fun. A lot of fun. Come on down. Wednesdays at 730. Yeah, in the fellowship hall where you, the can, hall. you can ring bells with the fells. Be a dingalinger. <laughs> <laughs> and if you're too intimidated to ring the bells, you can always just help me clean up kids' club. <laughs> yeah. yeah, if you're That's not sure, point, just actually. pretend that you're helping Beth clean up <laughs> and watch <laughs> until you feel like you could totally do it. Yeah. yeah 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 absolutely That's a good idea yeah <laughs> wonderful anything else don that uh we we could expect in the future for any of the music at pomc wow well we, we are getting ready for easter so uh we're starting to ramp up for that that's always fun um, all right the flower oh, cross is a big deal with the, with the, the church and i uh, love the flower cross so yeah, it's just some exciting times. Yeah, it's Ooh. it's really really awesome. Cool. Yeah, looking forward to it. Yeah. Well, another thing I'm looking forward to is talking about sermon feedback from everybody. And Don, I'm curious, would you uh, be able to stick around, or do you got to head out? Certainly, I'm good. Awesome. Hope anybody, uh, if you're hungry, get some snacks because. Uh, the sermon series that we started <laughs> is called Eating with Jesus. Uh, this series is uh, a shocking meal. And we dove into Mark chapter 2, verses 13 through 17. It was, I literally have so many notes from this past Sunday. And I loved the sermon. I don't know about you guys, but I feel like the past 
like few times that Pastor Jim has been preaching, he's like it. He's like on fire. I don't <laughs> know. It has been incredible. I yeah. Know. I mean, Tim, what did you think about this past Sunday's sermon? Yeah, I I thought it was awesome. I I really appreciated the fact that um, Pastor Jim brought forth such a strong message of unity um, regarding like um, believing in Jesus and just um, practicing the faith and how um, Jesus brought everybody together. Like you have the like the saying from Romans, uh, like both the Jew and the Greek are are united through Jesus. And um, I was thinking about the mission statement inspired by Jesus to love and um, I, I really think that um, Jesus brought a message of love and people, ought, like, for whatever reason, they forget that. And so, like, I think about that that quote that Pastor Jim uh, put forward about how as you continue in the faith um, and you, you become really, like, strong in your faith, you might find yourself divided within your own faith tradition. And I thought that was very fascinating. Um, so, yeah, I think... I think it was really cool. And the other thing is um, it gave me an opportunity for gratitude when like eating with others, like my mom and I always like uh, we'll eat dinner um, together. What we, we don't do it like a traditional thing where we're in front of like on the table or anything like that with with all of our food. But we'll eat like on the couch with our dogs and the dogs always want some morsels or whatever. And <laughs> it just gave me an opportunity to like appreciate that. Like, OK, I'm done. I'm I'm done for the day. Like maybe I'm done with work or it's the end of the day and uh, I can I could just have a nice time with my mom and and like eat dinner with her and stuff. So I thought that was really nice. But um, going back to the uh, the message of unity, though, um, I, I really think that that is so important. Um, and uh, I guess, like, I wish everyone understood that um, Christ brought a message of love and that unifies everyone. Um, and I think it's so powerful to, like, focus on how much we um, love the Lord and love our neighbor. And when we focus on that love, I think that can bring nothing but unity among all the peoples. Mm -hmm. um, so, yeah, those are my, those are my uh, my thoughts on it. But yeah, that, that yeah. was a really nice sermon. I really appreciated it. Thank you, Pastor Jim. Thanks, Pastor Jim. Thank you, Don. <laughs> Don, what about you? Now you have to say thank you. I did. <laughs> no, Jessica no, Jessica. Didn't. No, oh. no. Okay. No, thank you. No, no thank Jessica, you. Pastor Jim. No, thank you. At least she was polite. <laughs> Don, what'd you think? Uh, you heard it twice. That's the bonus. Or nice. uh, three or four times because I'm also the one that, that uh, edits the videos for the sermon uh, uh, posting on on youtube too but uh well, did you oh, memorize it are wow. you going to recite it back to us i'm really excited for the series because um for me like my, my favorite holiday is thanksgiving because the only purpose for that is for the family to get together and eat you know okay. it just it just i i love that aspect so I'm, yeah i'm really looking forward to to seeing where he's going with this yeah. 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 Same. Yeah. Beth, what did you uh what so, are some takeaways? Here are my two takeaways. I probably have more, but here's the ones that I'll share with you. Um but yeah. you have like secret takeaways? Well, just ones that I didn't think of in time and then later oh. I'm like, oh I should have said that. Just oh, yeah. that happens <laughs> to me all the time. Yeah. <laughs> so these are the ones that I I can think of now. Right. <laughs> Tim, Tim was mentioning that he uh, sits down with his mom and their dogs to eat, but not at the table on the couch. And that's kind of what uh, my family does. Well, including the dogs, too. <laughs> 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 they always want those little morsels. And um, and that's, that's when we sit down and, and we... Um, Sometimes we'll eat together. Uh, other times we'll have our impractical joker hour while we're eating. So we're hanging out, we're eating, we're laughing, 
we're trying trying not to choke on our food from all of the laughter <laughs> and um and so far it's worked out pretty well and um i've been thinking a lot even before this sermon um a lot about kind of hanging out with the quote unquote people that we shouldn't be hanging out with and um when i was a kid my dad took us to um, a musical at um, a community theater production of the Will Rogers Follies. Has anyone heard of it? It it came out in 1991, I believe. And not familiar. Keith Carradine played Will Rogers, and I loved that musical so much that. I, when I was in high school, when I was a sophomore in high school, I did an entire research paper on Will Rogers. Mm-hmm. And that guy is a fascinating guy. And his whole shtick was um, he never met a man that he didn't like. I feel like it should be updated. He's never met a person that he didn't like. But that guy died in 1935. So we can give him a little bit of a free pass. But uh, he traveled all over the world and just met all of these different peoples like kings and presidents and and one of the things that he would do it was kind of like a comedy routine where he would read the paper and he would poke fun of what's going on in the paper and I actually found the musical the entire musical production on YouTube and I watched it once last week and then I watched it again this weekend and I told my dad to watch it too because we watched the movies on Sunday. Yeah. Well, oh, we're going to wait oh, for, I, for Beth to, to I don't know how that happened. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> you got so excited, Beth. I know, I was um, so excited. Like, oh. Um, <laughs> but basically, he got, he, he, he read from a paper from the 1930s and it it was the same kind of stuff that was going on in the 90s and also the same kind of stuff that's going on today which mm-hmm. i just think is so interesting and fascinating and that whole history repeats itself kind of thing yeah but he he would poke fun at everybody but he didn't have, it was never mean spirited. There was no malice in his heart. And I kind of think that that's what I aspire to be like. And I try to see things from other people's perspectives instead of just seeing them as a person I'm supposed to hate. And yeah, yeah. their stories and see them as a human and not as that, you know, political group that you don't agree with or whatever, you'll, you'll find that they're just people just like us. He said that everybody's the same. Everybody just wants, um, a good night's sleep and something to eat or something like that. And, and I think that that's true. And yeah, so I really liked and there's always, I don't know, there's always just something so intimate, too, about eating together with with somebody and not, you know, it's yeah. sharing your stories, having laughs. And yeah, I just think that's really cool. And I wanted to say that Linda Sockerman helped me with Sunday school yesterday. Mm-hmm. And the, the first thing she said to me was, did did you see the sermon? Did you watch the sermon yet? And I'm like, no, I haven't watched it yet. She's like, oh, it was so good. And she was so excited about it. And and she was telling me that her husband, Mike, is that guy who's always, you know, letting people, if they need a place to stay, Mike is always like, you can stay here. And oh, yeah. she's just so excited about it. And I, I just, I love that kind of energy. I think that energy is so contagious. And mm-hmm. good job, Pastor Jim. <laughs> Wait, hey, hey Beth, um something yeah. you said um caused me to remember that uh, <laughs> uh according to umc.org, uh I, I think it's very reputable here. Um what what I'm gonna say next, and that's um apparently um John Wesley coined the term agree to disagree. 
So yes. like, yeah, so that, I that's love incredible. That. Yeah. Yeah. That's so, so what you were saying, that's Beth, been about, mentioned before, but what? I think that's been mentioned before. I think yeah. been on the podcast, but of course he did. I just think that's so cool. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So like we, Basically, we're not going to agree with everyone, um, but we can we can exercise love for everyone. And so right. consequently, we're just going to disagree. So let's agree on the fact that we disagree. Yep. I mean, that's so yep. cool. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Let's celebrate was, what we have in common instead of what we don't have in common. Right. Right. Yeah. There yeah. was um, a quote that Pastor Jim shared from Culpepper and. It was the paradox of holiness. I don't know if you guys recall this, but it was like, I think for me and Amber, it really hit home of like, yes, like we it just felt so validated um, in some way. But uh, Culpepper said, the more a person or community of believers comes to appreciate the character of God and grows in Christ likeness, the more God's love and will drive them outside the religious community to serve and mediate God's love to the wretched and the despised. Mm-hmm. All too often, those who cross ethnic, racial, economic, and social barriers following the mandate of love are criticized by other members of the religious community and usually by persons in their own religious tradition. We were yeah. like, yep, been there, done that. Well, done that, but like been there, you know, like we felt like that was just, you know, so validating that somebody actually sees yeah. that. You know, I know maybe people think that, but like for, for an author, you know, for somebody to really put that there and then Pastor Jim sharing that in church was really powerful for, for us because we always you know uh in a lot of different ways it that's you know our life like us being married like people i don't know why they just think they got a problem with it and it's like well i don't like that you know you eat lamb i don't know (laughs) have i told you my philosophy on gay marriage jessica no but what a great time to share yeah well I was telling this to Dita because this is exactly how I feel. Um, and I've said it before, but if if you don't believe in gay marriage, then you should not get gay married. That yes. is yep. Yep. Absolutely. Oh, right, right. Yeah, I totally sense. agree. Yeah. yeah. Nobody is forcing you to marry somebody of your same sex. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, but you love your neighbor, and so you're going right. to love everybody else uh, that, that has Jessica, decided to. Um, I don't know if I've told you this before, but I I, I love that you and Amber are at our church. And yeah. Yeah. And I hope that we've made you feel welcome. I realize I am an awkward person. And Agree to disagree. If that did not make you feel welcome, I'm sorry. Um, my shirt was probably itchy that day, and I, that was all I could think about. Oh, it's fine, Beth. We can agree to disagree for sure. I'm okay. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, I mean, I appreciate that. We, yeah. It's crazy how we prayed about finding a church for like a couple of years. And then this house, you know, kind of fell into our lap and had no idea that we could get a house. And wow. little by little, like God just kind of paved away for us to, to come to the church. And so it's, it's definitely been a, probably one of the biggest blessings we've had um, together. And it's been, been a joy. Another thing I did want to mention was, did you, what did you guys think about the hillbilly, the hillbilly preacher? That's oh, that was true. amazing. Yeah. Oh yeah. 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 That was awesome. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. And I think that it's so true in terms of like church population I mean, obviously every church wants to have this like massive congregation, but I would totally be fine with four people who I know are loving Christians or like Pastor Jim said, the real Christians, Right. Uh, you know, than those that are, you know, potentially, you know, living out the, the quote that I shared, you know, yeah, persons that are, you know, not 
you know, supporting of everybody. Yeah, I, I think that's so special when you have people that are really um, devoted to God, love God, and they're there for, for themselves and they're there for others. And um, I think that's really powerful. And, and it, I think it works a lot better in practice um, when you have yeah. a smaller group that is super committed to their faith than a larger group that is just like casual, like um, faith on Sunday, but no faith the rest of the week kind of uh, yeah. situation. And I don't know how people do that. I'll be honest. Cause it's like, you either have it or you don't, you know, I like, know. <laughs> I don't know how you like uh, 12 o'clock on Sunday. I'm going to clock out, you know, like, I don't have enough. I don't have enough energy to be able to be two different people. there's a a quote that i heard before and it's something like um calling yourself a christian because you go to the church go to church or i can't remember something never mind Um, i think i know where you're going calling yourself a christian because because you go to church is like calling yourself a car because you're in the garage oh yeah yes that's what it was but mine was calling yourself a christian because you go to church is like calling yourself a hamburger because you go to mcdonald's <laughs> i was like i lost it no thanks <laughs> i was drowning it's but if so- you do hear us doing the same song over and over again you know it's because somebody came up to me and said that i don't like that song that's hilarious i love it oh speaking of quotes is there any reason for us to bring up the wesleyan quadrilateral quadrilateral today (laughs) Um. this is all you you have like everything memorized to get together um at that time um when when jesus was um like around like those those times were really special and also i thought it was really interesting how pastor jim had mentioned that um they kind of have like open doors and then people are eating and like people could just kind of like oversee like like the dinner occasions and stuff like that and that that's probably great for jesus being at the uh the dinner table like um, but I guess in the case of the uh, the Pharisees um, overseeing that, and then then they're like, "Wait, why why are there sinners and uh, tax collectors here at your table?" Um, so that wasn't exactly the most inco- uh, convenient situation. However, it was it was great because uh, Jesus could explain um, that, and this this kind of falls into my third point. Actually, I wanted to bring up that is um, like, yeah, if you. We come to Jesus because we're sinner. Uh, we're a sinner, and um, we're we're sick. And like, if we have the ultimate formula and we're righteous already, like, why would we be asking for Jesus and following after Jesus? So I thought that was really uh, an important reminder um, for me um, that it's it's really we seek Jesus because we we need His help and we we need His care and um, He He helps us in our lives. And so I. I I think what I think that just makes a lot of sense. Jesus yeah. and Don save us when we're drowning. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, speaking of drowning, um... wait, what? <laughs> Jessica, I love your segues. Uh, does anybody have? Any prayer requests as we close out today's episode? Any anything in particular? We can start with you, Don, as our as our guest. Is there any prayer requests? Well, uh, judging by uh, by the calendar that Pastor Jim uh, talked about for for Lent, uh, today's thing is uh, uh, to pray for someone that's hard to get along with. I won't mention the name. But God knows who that is, so that's who I'm going to be praying. Well, that, okay. that, is, that is so nice. I'm going to start listing off names. No, I'm just kidding. Yeah, <laughs> I'll raise my hand when you get to the right one. Yeah. Oh my God. <laughs> is it Lisa? 
Just kidding. <laughs> my hands are tied behind my back. <laughs> oh, I just got it. Okay. I found well, the calendar. That yeah. That is really thoughtful, um, Dawn. And that that reminds me of what Jesus says to love our enemies. That that's really yeah. that's really nice. Yeah. It's easy to pray for people that you like, but it's kind of tough to pray for people that you don't like. <laughs> yeah. I think I'm always uh, praying that something bad happens to them. <laughs> 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 No, I'm glad that you're doing that, Don. And I think, um, and I, and I hope that, you know, your perspective on them can potentially change and, um, maybe, maybe God will give you new words to say when you're in conversation with them. Maybe that's something that, you know, so, um, but definitely going to be praying for you in that situation. Thank you. Absolutely. Yeah. Beth, what about you? Well, I kind of have an update about one of the prayers that I asked for a few podcasts back. Okay. My old friend who has just had a really rough go of it. He was really worried that CPS was going to get involved and, and he wouldn't tell Owen what was going on. And so he was afraid he was going to be taken away and, and go back into the foster system. And oh. um, anyway, Owen and I still don't know what was going on or what, what his issues were, but he is currently not wanted by CPS. No, I'm just, that's a weird way to phrase it, but. And, no, that's good. And everything is, uh, I think there was some weird stuff. They messed up his credits or something for school and, and that was really stressing him out and he didn't know how to fix it and probably other stuff going on. But as of right now, Owen is still in contact with him and um, seems to be doing okay considering the circumstances. So that's good. Yeah. And my brother is in the process of my older brother, Ben is in the process of buying his first home and oh. um, he just signed the, he got the loan docs and fired off a few questions. I'm just reading the text message that he said. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so just fingers crossed that everything happens as it should. And he is able to buy his first home. He sent me the the Zillow link and it really looks like a nice place. Where is, where That's is incredible. He lives, in, uh, he lives in South Dakota, Rapid City with my mom. And nice. He doesn't live with them, but he lives in the same city as both of them. So that's really exciting. Yeah. Yeah, that's wonderful to hear, Beth. Yeah. Awesome. So that's it for me. All right, Tim. Uh, let's see. I think that I could use some prayers for um my Lent uh giving up opportunity here, and that's. Uh, my giving up procrastination. Um, I'm I'm really committed to doing this because I I really do think that this is uh, the one major thing that's just causing me tremendous difficulty in my life. So mm-hmm. if I like I mentioned before, if I figure out how to stay committed to this, then I'll, I'll certainly share it next episode. But prayers for me to like continue on this path, um, and especially as it relates to my morning routine. Um, mm-hmm. because I, for whatever reason, just have no motivation to do my mar- morning Wait, routine. You have um, a morning routine? Yeah. <laughs> I just fly by the seat of my pants every single day. <laughs> so when people have a routine, that is fascinating to me. I'm like, can I get some of that too, please? <laughs> well, my, my giving up for Lent has messed with my morning routine also, but... Uh, is it coffee? Yeah. Did you give it was coffee? Co- I'm giving up coffee for Lent. Yeah. Oh wow. Um, that's that's how really are good. You? Are you gonna right. have tea though, or is it like? Yeah, I, I am. I am drinking some tea, uh, and that that's the only thing that kind of helps mm. stave off uh, most of the headaches. But uh, yeah, wow. when when you do about a pot to a pot and a half of coffee a day. <laughs> <laughs> but I will I, definitely. Go ahead. Yeah, I was I was reading about reading up on why people give something up for Lent. And and wow. part of it is somebody saying, like, if you give up coffee and you get a headache, it it 
is a reminder of how you should be dependent upon God. And, oh. and, not and it's like, you know what? That's kind of cool. And I think I'm going to give up coffee for Lent. So, wow. wow. Yeah. That's I love really that. neat. That's cool. That's pretty cool. Awesome. All Jessica? right. Yeah, oh Jessica. my gosh. I was about to end the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I'm sorry. That's all we have time for. (laughs) (laughs) Play the theme song. (laughs) Well, um, continued prayers. I mean, I don't even know what you say. Like, I just, I mean, I hope that I'm pregnant. Time will tell. I don't know what I can personally do other than like, I'm drinking so much water and I'm trying to be mindful. Um, Amber and I, I can't talk. Amber and I are uh, going plant-based for Lent. And so that's something else I think is helpful. Um, For sure. Unfortunately, we we did find a way to make plant-based mac and cheese. And that is awesome. (laughs) 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 But I paired it with some Brussels sprouts. I was like, (laughs) a nice combination here. They are vegan. They are vegan. Yeah. <laughs> hey, cool. Jessica, there's this really good um, coconut-based yogurt over at Sprouts. Um, mm. I highly recommend it. It tastes like actual yogurt, but in a way, it kind of tastes even better than actual yogurt. And I, I seem to be like a little bit lactose intolerant, not fully like I can have cheese, but sour cream and like regular yogurt makes me sick. So yeah. um, this has been really nice having the coconut base. So yeah, uh, check check that out. I recommend that for a plant base. Did you have a strawberry flavor of that? No, just plain. Okay, plain or vanilla? Oh, just plain. Ew! <laughs> you put any stevia in it? That's no. what I call sour cream. <laughs> yes, same. Did you put it on tacos? <laughs> I probably could. I mean, yeah. It's a little bit sweet, actually. So I don't think I probably because of the uh, my not having probably like carbs coconut. and stuff. Yeah, because of the coconut. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, it's it's not as sweet or yummy as um, strawberry. I, the I can green say stuff that. is so tart. <laughs> yeah. Yogurt. Yeah. <laughs> Is anyway, it what? is it this, Tim? Uh, uh no. I'm sure I one. showed a picture of the coconut cult, um, it's which is actually one. I believe this is something I have had, which is coconut yogurt, and I had a strawberry kind at Sprouts. It's like ten dollars for I think like five ounces or six ounces. It's crazy, oh. but they only recommend one spoonful a day. So like a Mary Poppins a day. Nice, nice. Is it that, yeah. Tim? Uh it's it's not that one either. Oh. <laughs> no, because that that is um false advertising because it is not so delicious. It's, it's not so delicious. Tried. <laughs> <laughs> okay. um, anyways, uh last thing I'm trying to think. Uh yeah, we probably would have just kept talking about yogurt yeah, I was looking us. up more yogurt yeah we were we were doing we're gonna do that after the episode just so yeah. everybody knows okay sorry jessica what's the last thing <laughs> no you're fine i'm trying to remember so plant-based no, it's not about yogurt i, I don't thought believe, it was i don't believe it was about yogurt <laughs> I don't remember. <laughs> this is the yogurt episode. No, no, sorry. Yeah. So, so that's uh, that's um, it. That's my. We'll just pray for you in general. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah pray for you, Jessica, and, and also heart. for um, getting pregnant for sure. Totally. Yes. Uh huh. Yes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Have you tried sitting in a chair upside down? I saw Phoebe do that, and when she was trying to. Um, have her brother's babies. That's fascinating. Oh, oh okay. Yeah. Uh, I cannot oh. confirm nor deny that <laughs> I had my legs high into the air. Um, you could get one of those inversion tables, Jessica, and it, and then what you can make it a reality. <laughs> I, was, I was thinking Mark and Mindy, Robin Williams. Oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, that's funny. 
think that's yeah. it. I think that's all as far as we can go from here. Yeah, between yeah. inversion tables and yogurt, I think uh, yogurt. that's a good stopping point. <laughs> we better we better stop now. Uh, otherwise, who knows what's going to happen? Yeah, I wanted exactly. to make a yogurt pun. I couldn't think of any. <laughs> well, well, audience, thank you for listening. Yeah. Uh, th think about how beautiful the bell choir is and thank you for tuning in to uh, our episode. Uh, and thank you, Don, for joining us. Yeah, thank thanks, you for having Don. me. Again. And have some yogurt. <laughs> From different places, we all have different names. No matter what life brings us, Jesus is the same. We're just your Methodist to the madness. Methodist to the madness.